Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Homo Sapiens. Uh, I don't know when we're going to do an episode on things other than cricket. This is another cricket episode, of course, and this time we'll be talking about firstly the England New Zealand series, which concluded recently with New Zealand finishing one nil winners, their first series victory since 1999, first series win in England since 1999, and. Uh, now they have the WTC, that is the World Test Championship final on the 18th of June, that is Friday, in Southampton to look forward to against the formidable Indian side. But let's start with the England-New Zealand series here. And I know that my guests, one of whom I've mentioned already, Pranay, and the other, Aditya Joshi, would be quite concerned about the state of affairs as far as English red ball cricket is concerned. Right, the firepower simply wasn't there to take on the likes of Tim Saudi, Brent Bolt, uh, Matt Henry, Kyle Jamieson, uh, Neil Wagner, and uh, even, the, even the spinner in Ajaz Patel. Uh, Ranai, what do you make of this mess? I think we'd spoken about um, selection issues beforehand, and, we, and I think we may have been a little flabbergasted as to why England did not select a number of players who had been at the IPL, right? Uh, Josh Butler, Ben Stokes. They were, um, they were supposed to be resting. They were supposed to be resting, but I don't think playing blast blast cricket is resting, right? Exactly, um, exactly, exactly, exactly. Mean, Josh Butler is playing glass cricket for Lancashire Lightning. Um, uh, I, or he played a few days ago, anyway. So, uh, Pranay Jaipuria, please give your two cents on this. I mean, I have to say, I, I should be impartial, but it has been a bit of a uh, cock up from English uh, from the English cricket board, hasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was quite embarrassing, right? Every, that everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong for England, and uh, from team selection, I mean, <laughs> team selection has been such a you know uh, has been the talk of, of since the winter tours. I mean, you uh, since the Morgan statement came out that uh, uh, he didn't expect he he was not he was not expecting the all the multi format players to be available. Uh, for the white ball part of the English summer, uh, mm -hmm. uh, we were we were quite hopeful that uh, England might finally rectify the mistakes of the winter tours and uh, you know do a course correction, but that was not to be the case. Uh, sadly, you know, uh, you, no one can explain uh, the absence of the uh, of of their so much, so many of their um, first choice choice players, and uh, you know uh, also again the whole rewarding thing <laughs> it doesn't make sense rewarding Bercy for what. Uh, and, and uh, if they had said that uh, they were blooding him for the Ashes, uh, in case all that all the three other first choice keepers get injured in the uh, as a contingency plan, it would have still made made sense. But I don't think how mm -hmm. uh, I cannot envisage a scenario where all three of their first choice keepers uh, mm -hmm. uh, do get injured uh, before just before the Ashes. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think that I, yeah, I think I think I think that's I think that's impossible, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, we would have seen. I mean, Bracey wouldn't have debuted this uh, series if Ben Fox had not suffered that freak injury just before the start, right? So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, Besto that, and I mean, Besto yeah. and Butler hiking uh, hiking it around. Uh, you know, the playing their dirty hikes in blast cricket isn't helping England's cause, right? Uh, also, you know, it's quite ironic that uh, you know, see. A coach is the best uh, positioned player to adjudge, positioned man to adjudge whether a player is uh, match ready or not, huh. right? Uh, and you have 
Silverwood would had helm of selection right now. So right, yeah. he is, and he's also at the head. Co- he's also the head coach. So mm-hmm. it's quite ironic that you would select two players who are completely, you know, match unready, unready match match unfit. I, I would say, uh, like uh, Stone and Bracy would, uh, you know, do get selected. Right, Bracy was com- uh, sorry, Stone was completely out of uh, rhythm. He was completely out of confidence. He was down on pace. He, I wouldn't have selected. No, a man, a half blind man, wouldn't have selected him for uh, a test match, right? He was not if, test uh, match ready. For our viewers, you, if for our viewers, you want to elaborate how he was going for Warwickshire in uh, the county championship before the commencement of the test series. If you want to just elaborate over there, again, again, see, I, uh, this is this is this is a, another point I would I would I wanted to touch upon, right? Um, so, uh, we have now we have already spoken about how England starts England sa- starts every summer poorly. You know it has been a trend for quite a few years now, uh, and I have a quite a few. I, I, I have a hypothesis why that is the case, right? Uh, I don't I don't think uh, county cricket is ideal test match preparation. Uh, right. uh, uh, again, again, it's a very cliched point that there is a huge uh, you know disparity between the quality uh, between the quality of cricket in first class cricket and test match cricket i think it's a quite a quite a platitudinous point right now mm-hmm. but uh, i but there is a nuance when it comes to uh, the county cricket because the skill set that is required uh, uh, for to success succeed in county cricket is basically uh, is basically very different from what it takes to uh, play t- a test Right. Yes. Uh, in county cricket, uh, a bowler like Luke Fletcher or uh, Fletcher Sword can just amble in and you know and lob it at uh, at a good at, at a good length and you know, expect uh, the minefield of pitches that they serve in county cricket to you know to do the job for them and you know the ball would explode and you know batsmen just have to play very late. Uh, they could uh, they can afford to because the bowlers are, are not that fast. So it's it's a completely different game county cricket. Right. I, I don't I don't I'm not saying that it's very it's easy. Uh, uh, but it's not exactly the kind of it doesn't test you for the kind of skills that require for uh, that you are requiring test cricket, right? Uh, so Jimmy and Broad both came up, uh, on the back of you know playing county cricket, right? Uh, Broad was quite, quite Broad had a quite a uh, everyone good has uh, everyone. I mean, ev- I mean, every yeah, I mean, every I mean, that's yeah, like yeah. for English, right? You basically yeah. become a good, but, but, a good county player, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the thing is that. Uh, it, that, that's that's what they got it length strong. Uh, it, the very the very uh, th- the very uh, you know thing that was supposed to prepare them uh, you know actually messed their lengths up. You know the, the first, if you look at the first test, you know it took them an entire innings to get their lengths right. Right uh, in in the first uh, innings, the Eng- English bowlers were completely off the lengths. You know they kept balling too full or too sh- uh, uh, they were sticking to the back of the traditional back of the length uh, length. But uh, and it, when the New Zealand bowlers finally came on, on on the ground, you know they just outballed the English uh, duo of course. because of they course. got got the links completely right. So they were right. they were completely okay, so, spot on with the links. So so one lesson here would be perhaps to for the selectors to note that the pitches which were served at Lords and Edge Basel were actually very good Test match wickets, right? And they and if they yeah. want county cricket to be ideal preparation for proper international Test cricket. They should possibly ensure that, I mean, of course, they can't do much about the weather in April and May, but they should perhaps ensure that the pitch is of a certain quality. Because otherwise, you will end up in situations where the bowlers were not in good nick. We've spoken a fair bit about the bowlers and uh, we've spoken a fair bit about the bowlers now. But I would like to focus on the batsmen because the batting is something which has been quite poor as far uh, as as England are concerned. Of course, as I mentioned already, um, 
there were selection issues and there were there wasn't uh Ben I mean Ben Stokes and Josh Butler were missing but is this the future of England cricket you've got Rory Burns at the top who overall had a good series but then got out trying to play a very foolish shot in the fourth innings or I mean that is in the second innings of the second test you have a uh, Dom Sedley who did okay who can grind it out a fair bit but still not incredibly impressive i would say zack crawley had an absolute shocker of a series oli pope everyone sees his potential but he just gets out too early um dan lawrence again a bit up and down uh, maybe like one of the like a rare bright spark in my opinion and other than that james bracy who had an absolutely disastrous series i have to say three ducks high score of 8 and not very good with the gloves either uh aditya what do you have to say to this yeah there were a lot of expectations from bracy in particular he had done so well for gloucestershire coming into the series and he he had been earmarked for quite a while he was on he had been on the a2s like we discussed in the last podcast and yeah just the way he went about it i don't think anyone expected it to go that way uh with keepers i think uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of connection with how they go about with either of the disciplines so when uh, when new zealand started batting first and then yeah england were uh, when england were bowling first in the first test match they did not get off to a very good start did not take a lot of clean takes he blocked a couple of mm-hmm. uh, what what should have been setters at this level i think firstly that just got him off to the wrong foot in international cricket by the way and I, I think with Bracey, it's not it's not really as much of a matter of um, not belonging as it is of just not being able to translate the right skills. He did not get the start he wanted. Perhaps had they batted first and then and then he would have had a shot at keeping. Maybe his batting would have been better. But again, the way he kept against the Duke's ball in home conditions, I I don't think that is acceptable of an English keeper at this level. Yeah, uh, they have actually set a fairly high standard. Uh, if you look back to the last few keepers, you know, going all the way to Fire or even Kiran Jones back in the past, they've had they've had some very good keepers for the for their own conditions. And mind you, England is the second toughest place to keep in, perhaps after South Africa. There's just so much of lateral movement in the air, and the whole the whole point of playing this uh, these new rounds of county seasons, uh, the county season uh, at the at the beginning of the summer, so that the home team is actually better acclimatized. And New Zealand are coming; they play. They play. They play a few tour matches, and these English players are coming off seven, eight rounds of county cricket, and they're still, mm-hmm. still sparking against it. So, uh, yeah. But, how uh, much do you think? How much? How, how much do you think it's mental, and you know, sort of like a doom loop, where you know you're just under pressure yeah. because everyone talks about how you know uh, the first, um, the first inning standard edge batsman, right, in the second test uh, was. I mean, there was uh, like it started off fairly decently, right? There was sixty-seven not out by lunch. and that was i think the highest first inning stand ever since uh, sir alice the cook and sir andrew stouts noticed both of these guys have been knighted since right in uh, around 2011 or 2012 or whenever that was right so um that was a little um, i mean that that was a little eye opening right so how much of it do you think is mental right because you know you get all this negative press you have uh, you know individuals like michael bond voicing what i would think are actually fairly rational concerns right and that gets you down further and further and moreover i mean it's not just about the mentality because uh, i mean it's not just mental toughness against the press but it's also you know mental toughness at the wicket you know you're facing uh, one of the best uh, new zealand's best bowling attack in years if not forever and one of the best car- uh, bowling attacks in the world 
for the past uh, in the 21st century right so how much of it do you think is mental right uh given the um, given the given these guys are fairly inexperienced with the exception of maybe rory burns who's now played a fair bit of test cricket for england yeah i mean first of all uh, sir rory burns is going to have a very odd thing to it so we will see how that goes but uh, other than that i think uh, there, there is a lot there is a lot going on mentally because mm-hmm. just look at the sheer number of chopping and changing that goes around in the england set up there is no clear strategy with which they are approaching their test side exactly the longer exactly there is and, such and, a clear... and, and, and you and you need a set and you need a settled 11 right you need a settled 11 you need them to be comfortable with each other again i'm quoting michael vaughn but you do need all that happening don't you for test match cricket yeah. more so than yeah, yeah i mean when you're uh, with each other for two overs at a stretch in uh, t20 cricket uh, sorry aditya go on yes but yeah definitely so the way the way the english side has gone on i don't think a lot of players in the in the top 7 especially in this series they even had the surety of knowing whether they were going to play the next test match or not there there is just mm-hmm. so much of volatility in the setup i think if the player cannot get their minds off of the fact that they might not be selected for the test next test match regardless of how they go because the very reason they have been called into the side is because at least five five key players are missing how do you respond to a situation like that there might be a possibility knowing full well that no matter how well you go in this test match you you still might get dropped in the next match because the thing with england selectors is that the current match is not the most important thing going on it's always what's ahead that yes. seems to be the most important thing the so current of, the, the current obsession as it the current obsession is the ashes this uh winter yeah. australian summer hmm. yeah yeah so uh in in absence of in absence of these seven test matches that would have counted uh, to the world test championship i think they've just taken it uh, too casually and so uh, again now you have now you have played uh, these young players and who are not even going to play in the future crazy is definitely not playing the next two series like when i said unless there's a freak injury to all three keepers he's not playing so there, there is just no incentive for players in the in the short term at least to be able to perform well there there are no there are no rumors related to it you know you go back to the county system you do the grind and you know so that they are So oh, they using a this Sorry, series let, was let me inter- let me introduce you Pub. let me introduce you Pavit it's very weird for you to just come in like this ladies and gentlemen yeah. Pavit Singh yeah, so do they do you think that so do you guys think that this series was perhaps ill time by England's part or they just were playing to lose and then want to win i mean i mean winning wasn't one of their main points and it was just to try out new players Yeah, it did. It did seem like that, and even the New Zealand did make more changes than them through the series. But the uh, way we'll come to that in a bit. I wanted to bring up more, exactly that point. Yeah. Uh, go on. Yeah, the way the the way they have gone about in the series, it is it is a terrible endorsement for English cricket. And the the English summer is one of the most hallmark events of a cricketing calendar year. And if the home side, this is the this is the attitude that they go that they go with. That you know they choose to not keep their best five five of their best players in the side and. These are obviously the results you're going to get. It's just, it's just not a good endorsement. And the last time, the last time they had the same issue was back in 2014. They were doing a lot of chopping and changing. Even back then, they had a new opening combination against Sri Lanka. The batting order was still finding the uh, finding their way into the international order after the debacle of the previous mm-hmm. Ashes that they had played in 2013. So that that was also incidentally when they lost their last home series. So yeah, I mean, it's not the series loss perhaps that. that is as bad looking for the english cricket but the way the way they have approached the series i mean at no point did it looks like they were uh, they, they were treating new zealand as 
वन ऑफ द हाईएस्ट रैंक साइज एक्ट कमिंग सो आई वांट टू ऐड टू आदित्यस players lacking confidence because of the uncertainty and insecurity that trips in uh, due to the vagaries of selections or uh, selection policies uh, take crawley for instance you know there's uh, in the recent days you have you must have uh, read columns and you know talking about the techniques uh, talk uh, be demoning about the lack of technical uh, technical uh, prowess of the current english uh, english batters um, mm-hmm. but you take for instance crawley that there is nothing there is not much wrong with his technique right uh, given his age and experience uh, he is still learning uh, uh, his trade basically at the highest level uh, but uh, there is not very much wrong that you could you know, point out with, with his technique except maybe he closes his bat face too early at times but uh, that was not basically that basically what contributed to his uh, dismissals uh, he he has a very good workable technique uh, but what actually did him uh, during the series was his lack of confidence you know he he was not sure about his role uh, about uh, what tempo or what temperament he should uh, play with and i don't think that, and there was a there was a uh, lack of application from his part uh, which i think stems from the insecurity of his uh, mm-hmm. role insecurity of his place in the team then i how many uh, times did, did he get, did he get out in all innings playing the same shot like the same massive off drive Um, I, I, at least twice, I can, I can. He did that. I remember. And and he he's a good cover driver. So you know he's a good driver of the ball. So uh, you know he him not you know getting his feet out is was a bit uh, you know amusing because he he should have uh, milked both of those shots uh, you know to extra cover. So uh, you know the the whole insecurity thing, especially given that these players are very these players are hardly you know twenty three twenty four year old. right uh, and they are still uh, uh, like very raw in in terms of experience right so uh, instead of instilling that uh, confidence and instilling that uh, you know security uh, sense of security mm. in them uh, you know uh, they, uh, england have has failed in that uh, regard I, i guess england uh, english management has failed in that regard very good points being made by everyone here i just like to close our discussion about england now uh, by again quoting boni it is madness that trent bolt went home from the ipl when it was halted last month because of covid-19 flew 10000 miles to the uk and played at edgbaston while chris wokes lives 5 miles up the road in birmingham and was not playing so that i think is um, the diff- that is the difference in the attitudes between new zealand and england in a nutshell and now with that on that note we will move on to new zealand aditya just how good are they I mean, one of the concerns, concerns about. I mean, it even it even feels a bit condescending to say that there were concerns about how this New Zealand attack would fare, and uh, the standard, the standard apprehensions that were there were how well will they go with the team's fault because teams have this tendency to try and overdo it. But in uh, in this sheer contrast, in the first test when England bowled on the first day, and when New Zealand came on to bowl, I know there might have been a bit of difference in the conditions, but on the first day that was some of the least movement that a side had gotten on the uh, on the day one of the lords test in the last 15 years and versus when new zealand bowled in their first innings that was the highest uh, average movement of a ball at, that the team had generated in that same period of time so this was according ah. to ben jones of this request and uh, yeah it just goes on to show how well how well they have adapted and they, they, they get they get a lot of flack for not being good tourists it's just that they don't do enough you know 
they went to australia recently mm. before i mean the, the the most recent away tour that they had before this and they they had a lot of injuries during that so things did not go very well was it the same tour where steve smith was it that same tour where steve smith took 38 balls to get off the mark yeah had had a really engaging battle <laughs> with neil wagner and uh, coming to neil wagner it was it was just a very surprising uh, change of pace to see him bo- to to see him you know abandon what what naturally suits him and uh, that was that was just another point that went on to show how well they have adapted neil wagner usually almost infamous for the way he goes on the short ball balances he was way fuller than than he usually is and that was that was also something i think they they keenly observed how england went wrong in the first things they especially lord did not go did not bowl full enough in the first things and even mark wood for the first half of the spell he just did not pitch it right up there and sartain uh, saudi so i'm using right away he was up there so it was his third tour of england i think and he he knew what he was doing right away so a very well rounded attack and it will be even more interesting to see how they go when all four of them bowl together so as far as i remember i don't think the quartet has bowled together so far they, they might have in the home days but uh, i'm not sure about that but it will be very interesting to see how they do it in the finals against india exactly and i and i have to say that um, so i mean i'm quoting um, like a, a very interesting quick bug quick piece from like a few days ago uh, but they talk about how new zealand essentially like new zealand's problem i think is that because of their population and because of maybe you know the fact that you know cricket is a popular sport but maybe not as popular as rugby union uh, is consequently new zealand's like talent tends to like lack a little you see a few you know expats i mean a few emigrants coming in like devon conway south african colin de grandom zimbabwe right in the team but uh, more pra- like uh, like on a more practical basis on as far as you know the star- the 11s are concerned other than bolt and uh, tim uh, other than say not tim bolt trent bolt and tim saudi you had neil wagner but till recently till the emergence of kyle jamison uh, okay, I, I, as far as this piece is concerned anyway it says that you know the new the, the, the this trio did not have enough support coming in right and moreover while mitchell santner may be a handy bowler he is nowhere close to what daniel vitori was right but i do have to say that new zealand's depth in this series has been incredible right it's a far cry from what new zealand were say 4 5 years ago right so other than the usual trio of bolt saudi and wagner you have kyle jamison who's come in of course the 6 foot 8 solution who can bounce the ball even in india um uh, yeah exactly who can deliver bounces even in india then you've also got um let's see who else you've got matt hendy the man of the match in the edgbaston test uh and of course daryl mitchell and colander grandom uh helping out as uh, all-rounders so i just have to say that new zealand's depth has uh, is something which uh, has really improved uh, over the past few years and that's something for which uh and that, and and that's something which is fantastic it's something which you expect from from a cricket crazy heavily populated country like india that's not something which you expect from a small country like new zealand uh so uh, of course the bowling is fantastic um i'll stick on the bowling for a little more Matt Henry did brilliantly, as I've already mentioned. Pranay, do you think he should play in the WTC final? We'll of course discuss that a little later, but just want a quick word from you on that. Yeah, uh, especially given the you know the problems that uh, Indian bowlers, Indian batsmen have against uh, outswingers, uh, especially the one that moves away late from the batsman. Especially uh, Rohit and uh, Kohli have been historically you know troubled yeah. by the outswingers very much. So I. 
with uh, uh, with Henry's uh, stock ball being the outswinger, you know, he, and he swings it quite late. I think he he he's a serious contender right there. Uh, and I would I would I wouldn't be surprised if I see him in the team sheet. Right, of course. We'll talk a little more about that later. I just wanted a quick. Uh, uh, I just wanted uh, to talk quickly about that before I move on to New Zealand's batting. Devon Conway, he isn't an opener as per Jared Kimber, and I have to agree, he isn't an opener, right? He's a uh, like we've seen him hit crazy runs in T20 as well, right? So that's not traditionally what we'd associate with a, uh, a test opener. Unless, I mean, of course, the exceptions are David Warner and uh, to a lesser extent, Rohit Sharma. Um, so uh, so I'll continue with Pranay on this one um, since he hasn't spoken too much about New Zealand. Uh, Pranay, what do you make of this New Zealand batting lineup? Do you think that this is a good, I mean, do you think that this is a good batting lineup? And what happened? And... What happens when BJ Watling is gone after this WTC final? I don't think there should be too many concerns there. I think Tom Blundell can just come in and do a fine job with the uh, gloves. So if you have any, I mean, you can phrase them all you'd like, but if you have any concerns, please do voice them because I'm struggling to think of any. I think uh, I think after India, uh, after India, I think New Zealand has the uh, most uh, well-settled uh, Test batting lineup. Uh, Especially with uh, Latham uh, uh, right at the top, you know, and Williamson uh, at three. Uh, Rostler is one of the top number four batters in the world, and you know Nichols is, uh, I think, is going to be the best uh, number five bat batter to have uh, come out of this generation. Uh, you know, we would be talking about him as the best number five batsman to have come out of this generation in, in a few years. Uh, I think uh, this this is the this is the core of their batting uh, with bottling playing the anchor uh, down the down the uh, down the down the line. So I think this is the best uh, well, well this is the most well settled batting lineup uh, after India, I guess, uh, because uh. all these bat players have you know have taken to the, their roles like uh, you know fish uh. to takes to the water. Uh, so sorry, I don't think sorry, think... sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh. So uh, and. Uh, and basically, and the, they know how to play on all kind of conditions because mm -hmm. uh, uh, I would I would uh, digress a bit and talk about how New Zealand has has gone about in their home uh, as far as the home uh, summer yeah, summers have, con have are concerned. Uh -huh. uh, New Zealand has been very uh, wily in terms of what kind of pitches they have served to what opposition, right? Uh -huh. So whenever England has toured uh, New Zealand, barring that one pink ball test where uh, England were I think no one talks about it, but England were bowled out for some sixty or something. So bearing that, uh, every time New England has toured New Zealand, uh, New Zealand recently, uh, New Zealand has served them very uh, placid, uh, very slow uh, pitches. Uh, so they bats. So what what happens is uh, the batsmen know well, the batsmen and both the batsmen and the bowlers know how to you know go about uh, their business on uh, that the, those sort of pitches like uh, that. that don't uh, you know that that are, that are not that is not uh, that the pitches that are not uh, fast enough to be you know batting uh, uh, well or you know, that don't uh, offer the kind of support that bowlers uh, expect. Uh, but when uh, the uh, subcontinent pitch, subcontinent teams uh, to New Zealand, uh, New Zealand serves them uh, green tops uh, mm. or very mushy kind of pitches uh, uh, where the ball just uh, ball just shoots off like a minefield you know we saw uh, that in the last time last time india toured in new zealand and so what happens is that, yeah yeah so what happens is that this has given their players uh, both the batsmen and the bowlers uh, you know the kind of experience that they need uh, to become well rounded cricketers uh, and you know to uh, 
uh, to understand their roles better uh, uh, irrespective of what conditions uh, are thrown at them uh, and this has helped them become a very good test side uh, people say that uh, they are uh, home bullies some have accused them of being home bullies but yes. i think uh, the player the players uh, due to you know their this strategy of you know uh, choosing picking and choosing what uh, uh, pitches to serve to what position uh, their players have uh, you know played uh, over the, over the years uh, on different sort of conditions and you know they have uh, definitely become more round uh, a, a bunch of well rounded cricketers so i think uh, uh, irrespective of what conditions uh, are uh, you know we we see yeah. in southampton you know it's 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 supposed to be raining uh, yeah, i mean this is good you i mean like the common misconception is that you know new zealand always serves up green tops they don't always do that it's yeah it's a bit of a england yeah. england would have loved to play on green tops you know in the, the last two couple of tours that they had like uh, the way they played for india yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, so like Pranay, you seriously think that Indian batting lineup is idle? Like we, we I mean, that's why. Are they? 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 Are is at a number at number 5 you know kohli at number 4 and uh, pujara at number 3 and you have uh, you know now rohit turning up to open you know and taking up the role uh, quite well uh, in terms of uh, clarity of roles i think england india is quite well settled uh, it it hasn't always worked out for mm-hmm. them you know overseas but uh, i think uh, uh, in times in terms of clarity of roles uh, India is the best, uh, most well-settled batting lineup, best batting lineup in the world, uh, and New Zealand is uh, not uh, very far behind. Uh, but uh, you can, you can, uh, and you you take the case of other teams, uh, except uh, by wearing a couple of players like uh, Pope or uh, or Root and Pope and Root for England, and um, you know, uh, Warren, uh, Labuschagne and Smith for Australia. Uh, mm-hmm. Other player, other players are not. Uh, very sure about their roles in the team uh, as well as you know what is ex- expected of them you know so but so uh, what does that i mean like what does that imply for uh, what we're going to see down under this year right because i mean australia are not well settled england are even worse um <laughs> so what does that imply will we see like a very, we will we will huh? we'll, we'll see a very chaotic uh, we, we can expect a very chaotic sort of uh, okay. uh, situation like we did uh, during the Like last time, like the last Madagascar trophy, you know, it was very chaotic. Pakistan you know. has Babar. Pakistan has that Babar and that keeper settled, right? Yeah, yeah. So every team has uh, that has those issues, but uh, you know, except for New Zealand and uh, India, the the batters know their roles. They are very much well settled. They are very much settled in yeah. their roles, you know. And uh, and, are, and 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 since yeah. and and on that note, since we're speaking so much about England and New Zealand, uh, India and New Zealand. We'll just sort of segue now into the World Test Championship final uh, on Friday, uh, on Friday in Southampton. And if I just look at, I mean, I'll try to look at the weather conditions to see if there's anything interesting over there. Southampton, Friday weather. Um, oh, look, rain is predicted. Rain on the Friday, cloudy on the Saturday, rain on the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. What fun! um okay so that's not something which i wanted to get start uh, I, i wanted to um start our conversation with 
but essentially i would like to sort of okay assuming that maybe you know it just remains overcast and doesn't actually rain right what do we sort of expect um uh, what do we sort of expect from india coming into this um coming into this uh, series uh, uh, i mean not in the series into this final uh, aditya like uh, what uh, uh, i mean it's a little too early to talk about 11th but um, what do you think they w- will do and what they can and what can they do in order to beat this very formidable new zealand side yeah i think it's first of all it's such a peculiar situation to be in i don't i mean i think india has been one of the one of the very few teams in the world who has not played a neutral test match so especially i mean especially for them things are going to be a bit a bit weird right to begin with other than that i think uh, the unit is pretty settled i mean this is the most like you tanaj just mentioned a while ago this is the most well settled indian side that there has been for a while and ever before do i remember that overseas they they were so certain of what combinations they were going to go with and it just it just looks like a very formidable side the only thing is i i feel like there are a lot of players in this side who have previously succumbed to the occasion so i feel that that will be one thing that that could play on their mind especially considering tim saudi was around uh, sorry uh, trent bolt was around last time in india over at an occasion this thing and he was one of the main architects of uh, the downfall so definitely that would be on their mind because they they have been a generally good touring side over the last few years and uh, i mean again as kohli likes to say in his press conferences that 30 minutes of hard cricket or 45 minutes of hard cricket but this time the occasion is such that that's all it takes for the about a year and a half of work to be undone never in cricket has there been a location where few bad faces in the past and a lot of the test matches they lost uh, even two test matches in england uh, Uh, one in south africa the one in adelaide last year i in, think in, all in, of them in Ad, i would just like to add yeah. in adelaide they go, i think they were all out in 45 minutes yeah yeah that's that's all it took so i think that will be something that will play on their mind and uh. just the, just the occasion just how long the build up has been to it i think it can it can also play on either of the teams minds but i think since new zealand have had two test matches they would be more clear about their plans and uh, and how do they go, how do they go against it uh, but with india i think it's just it's just such a peculiar location this is unprecedented this is the first time such a final is being played there have been unofficial world uh, world test championships in the past so in 1993 when australian west indies played it was this unofficial three match contest for you know the most the best team in the world since both of them had been so dominant in the four five years leading up to it Uh-huh. but uh, officially i think this is the first time a team has been in such a situation and uh, it it just brings me to think what is the implication for either side in in even winning this test match i mean for new zealand obviously the payout is huge for indian for the indian counterparts who obviously get paid so much better than uh, most sports in the world if you mm-hmm. count in the uh, uh, endorsements they get i think the the financial part not really won't really matter that much but it's just i think for the indian cricket it's just about proving a point at this moment because for long they have touted themselves as even one of the best indian sides to have uh, to have played and finally this has been years and years of planning very structured planning that has led them here and uh, i think this would this would just mean a massive massive statement for india at the test level never before uh, in the in the test order have they been the side to beat in world cricket and i think this yeah. is the time for them okay so now moving like continuing with the india team um 
I'd like to bring in Harshit Sachdeva now and ask him who is India's talisman in uh, this. You know, one player who will make or break the final for India. देखो भाई, there is only one player who can make the final. He is Rishabh Pant, and there are five other people who can break the final. That is rest of the batting order. <laughs> That's very harsh. That's too भाई. The harsh क्या है? अभी दो साल पहले की तो कहानी है. 2018 में ही देखा क्या आपने? मतलब if it was a final against England तो I would have said Virat Kohli. But since it's against New Zealand, New Zealand, I don't think I don't think anyone has the skills. I mean, I, I I'd go with the word skills to tackle the swing and the seam and the movement of the pitch. I think the best bet for India would be that there isn't much grass, so that they can play two spinners, and then it'll be a you know sort of an edge baston or a Southampton kind of a test, which they uh one Trent which kind of a test. I mean, uh, so definitely Rishabh Pant, and I mean I don't know if they play Mohammad Siraj or I mean the bowling looks sorted yeah so one man who can definitely make the matches Rishabh Pant the kind of form he's been in the kind of luck he's had the kind of journey he's been on for the past six seven months ever since he's gained weight and then shed weight after the IPL final I think it's it's been marvelous to watch uh, not just for us but I think world fans all over so, yeah. Rishabh Pant is indeed in the form of his life. Um, Pavit, what about you? Who's your make or break player for India? He's in the form of his life so far. So there'll far. be bigger, pe- there'll be bigger peaks in the coming years. This is just there a trailer of what's to come. There, yes, there will be higher make peaks. My make and break. Yes, I think it has to be the biggest, um, the biggest lapdebas we have. I think it has to be Rohit Sharma. In my opinion, yes. Because Rohit Sharma. Because you know, his bat is good. His bat is good. And I think. The, The pitch looks. I mean, if it's a good batting pitch, then Rohit Sharma. And if it's yeah. a good batting pitch, then we know Rohit Sharma is pretty in, indestructible on a. It's pretty destructible on a good batting pitch, right? So I'm you going, know what? I, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I just like to add over here that for uh, those who have played over, uh, I think, 15 innings is a reasonable limit. Those who have batted for over 15 innings in The WTC or uh, in the uh, World Test Championship of 2019 to 2021, Rohit Sharma has the highest average of 64.37, bringing in a thousand. Oh, that's yeah, home bully, da na. Oh, those South Africa, oh, ugly Bangladesh ki series mein fail mein jaise 200 saw maage the. Oh, to wife home series mein jaise two matches mein 400 saw maage the, or Bangladesh le two matches. He was he was he was decent in Australia too. He wasn't too bad in Australia too. Yeah, he did decently, but then the blame that Rohit Sharma got in Australia was that he. Got out after hitting a fifty and got out at the wrong stage. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it was the last over before T. Sometimes it was the last over before T. Both of us have the mago temperament, nee, na. If you if you if you lower him in in a trap, he he always gets stopped. So that's the thing about it. But if it's a good but, batting track, then but if it's a poor batting track, then India will spittle. Will spittle. Except Kohli and Pujara, nobody has. रोहित शर्मा एंड विराट कोहली 
one of aditya or uh, pranay mentioned earlier is susceptible to you know the outswinger which sort of which sort of you know moves a little late so these are valid concerns for um these are valid concerns for india now harshit thinks that india's bowling is pretty much sorted um top uh, notch right? india has the best bowling attack in the world okay yeah i'm going to mute you soon um pranay what do you make of that do you have do you notice any chinks in the armor which us mere mortals are not aware of oh, one one player that uh, both harshit uh, and uh, pavith failed to mention was rahane main likh ke de sakta hu ki rahane will get out pranay please we'll get out to anderson okay pranay okay, so la- l- last uh, you know a uh, three uh, major victories in the india ha- has had uh, in test overseas uh, that i could remember rahane was uh, one of the core one of the main players in the main players in those uh, uh, beat melbourne uh, 20 2020 yes. or beat uh, your uh, uh, lords 2014 or yes. your uh, nottingham uh, 2018 right rahane uh, rahane scored hundreds in uh, two and uh, good knock of 18 in one so i think i uh, rahane is going to be the key player from india side i think if if he performs matlab ye uh, jo aapne example ye jo aapne teen innings gina hai ye to har do saal mein ek bar aata hai matlab agar final 2022 mein hota to main rahane ko matlab apni team 11 mein leta hu but india i mean I, such statistics I, i get from harshit and they never cease to surprise me please uh, finish pranay then we talk about rahane we talk about rahane's chinks I, mean, i wanted to talk about the bowling but i mean i'd like to ask pranay sir i mean he is good with stats Uh, before the melbourne 100 rahane hadn't hit a century in test cricket for close to 17 or 18 months right i think his last test hundred came against afghanistan or south africa in afghanistan are we forgetting there was a small thing called covid in the middle bahut bada covid tha bhai bahut bahut test nuksan ho gaye india ke to india ne won the test miss kar diye covid ne century ka maar liya last time se kohli ne 2019 mein bangladesh against yeah it's been a while for kohli too right nahi but but i think as i said that on a good batting track on a good batting track it on a poor batting track good bowling track the So Jara, Kohli, and Rahane are the only bats. Only these three players have the technique. Only these three players have the technique. Otherwise, Bagi Sahay to hand-eye coordination be a job he can do. I mean, if it was Australia, if it was Australia or in, even England, I'd say England, given in the current situation, hapless situation that they are currently in tests, uh, and and the, and regardless, I mean, Southampton who are lords, so I mean, if the opponents were England or Australia, I would have definitely favoured India as the winners. But the New Zealand bowling attack and the kind of strengths that they have, especially in terms of swing and movement of the pitch and movement in the air, and given the track record that Indian batsmen have, their tendency to you know poke at everything, the mental fortitude, nah, they have to poke at everything. Kohli ko six years old, England jaate aate, but he pokes at everything. Like he pokes at everything that is at least an inch outside off. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it will be it will be a bit more interesting to see. I mean, Kohli has obviously changed as a player uh, from 2014 to 2018. Made a lot of adjustments. He had a lot of luck in that series. I mean, by the way. Yes, yes. He was dropped. Ending the wo 149 wale mein he was dropped twice. Yeah. I mean, once before the 50, quite, yeah. then twice before the 100 yeah. itself. Quite And Anderson made two balls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, तो yeah, दावेद मलान हाँ उसे घुटनों के बीच में से बॉल चली गई थी दावेद मलान तब टेस्ट खेलता था भाई 
But uh, it was far more restrained. So uh, I I'm not sure that Kohli is still is still the same poking batsman. Ah, yeah, I. Okay, you Adelaide in second innings. Look, India was 20 for four. He uh, edged. It went for four, and second ball he again edges it. Well, why would you? Why I would think you? I what mean, what happened in the second innings? Why would you do that? Second innings at Adelaide. I mean, quite the ablation. You can't you can't look too much into it. I mean, that was capitulation. So much was happening around on on just one morning. I don't think that would be the perfect representative of the player he is. I mean, more than that, I think it is. Champions Trophy. Look, CD seventeen the final. He got robbed will, and yeah, then played a yeah, shot again. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm coming to. So, uh, both the Champions Trophy final and the. World Cup 2019 semi-final. He got he got out of a very peculiar, very similar pattern. So you know, left arm bowler going, uh, left arm bowler going over the mm. wicket and slightly, slightly uh, angling it into his body. So you know, he has this, uh, he has this slight uh, conflict in his mind. So sometimes it ends up being an elevated or sometimes you know he he got the leading edge twice off of armor, of the same delivery. So I think that is the angle to get Kohli out. But what I wanted to point out was that there was a statistic that came up recently that. India's middle order, I think number the three, four, five, and six, they collectively average about twenty-seven against deliveries that are bowled from a height of two point one two meters or above. Kyle Jamison, his average release point is at two point two five meters. So, the most interesting part for me will be to see how they fare against him, because I mean, by by no means are the bold and uh, Saudi easy new ball bowlers to get away with, and once you have Once you have survived against them, I think they would like to cash in against the bowlers that will come. Bangladesh is not the kind of bowler you have you can do that against. So ultimately, the only option that remains is Kyle Jamieson. So it will just be interesting to see how they balance the risk against him. It's it's quite you know curious with Jamieson because obviously he's got the height, but he still doesn't bowl super fast. Malav is at best he'll average one thirty five mid one thirty five or you know. At best, he'll touch one forty once or twice in a few over. It's it's basically That's... the height, but also the movement that he gets. I mean, he reminds me of early days Vernon Philander. Well, Philander did get quick uh, during his career, but early on, you know, in that Australia series, he he was same as James in one thirty five, occasionally one forty kind of a bowler, but he was getting a lot of movement. And that Philander he debut series is one of the best that I had you know watched of a fast bowler till the time Jameson came against India in that two match season against. Then he continued against Pakistan as well, so an extended debut. But yeah, he reminds me a lot of uh, one Flander in his early days. Not a lot of speed, but just gets a lot of movement off the pitch. Now, speaking of yeah, bowling, gets gets a lot of wickets. Speaking of bowling, speaking of bowling, I would like to. Um, I mean, Harshit, you had mentioned that Indian bowling is pretty much settled. But I had uh, I wanted to ask this question earlier before we continue speaking about Rahane. I think we'll get to it now. Uh, we've talked about Indian batting. Some people have concerns. Some people are very happy. So there's two opposing views there. um what do we make of the indian bowling attack and what should it be for this wtc championship including the spinner and or spinning all rounder um 
I mean, spinning all rounder. I mean, what do I mean by that? Ba- ba- basically, like, should they play Jadeja or not? Um, so, I'd like to ask maybe uh, Pranay about this uh, first before we move on to others. Uh, I think India should uh, definitely field uh, at least seven bat- batters. You know, uh, okay. because I don't think I don't think bowling is going to be that much of an issue, especially with uh, rain. The rains around. So, if the conditions are wet, uh, like uh, you know, there is always a chance that. New Zealand player, New Zealand bowlers will generate prodigious uh, swing. You know, they, and they have done that in the. They did, they do that in the England series as well. So, you know, uh, and uh, interesting point. Uh, interesting point about Kohli. Uh, we talked about Kohli being susceptible to you know the outswing and you know prodding, you know prodding at uh, uh, balls that are pitched outside the off stump. Uh, in the New Zealand, uh, the last time England, India toured New Zealand, uh, New Zealand got him out LBW. Uh, I think he got out LBW the most of the times, you know. And um, uh, Team Saudi kept kept uh, painting him uh, on the crease with his in swingers. So uh, uh, as Aditya mentioned, you know, he made quite a few adjustments to his temperament as well as his game, you know, and his technique, you know, and he's much more distant outside of some. But hey, that has you know opened up another uh, uh, Pandora's box for another Pandora's box for Kohli. You know that adjustment, and you know he's more susceptible to the in swinger rather than out swinger. Uh, coming back to the uh, coming back to India's, uh, you know, Bowling. likely yeah, yeah lineup. I I I, I they should definitely uh, uh, go for one spinner, I, and I think uh, Ashwin should be no brainer. Uh, there is a there is a left field camp that wants you know Jadeja because of his batting prowess, but I don't think you know I think um, I think New Zealand will. Definitely have you know uh, come up with uh, you know they have, they are prepared with plans if if Jadeja is brought into the equation, uh, three seamers are is a no brainer you know uh, they should definitely you know Shami and uh, Ishant uh, are first first pick first choice picks and you know Bumrah will be the third seamer. I don't think Siraj would get a game and uh, I don't think Siraj Siraj's style of bowling is basically what um, India you know what what would suit uh, the conditions in England you know. As I talked about, as we talked about earlier in the podcast, that uh, you know how England's bowler kept bowling the back of the length, length, you know, and uh, uh, the New Zealand players were quite comfortable around it. Uh, Siraj's uh, length is also the same, you know, its natural length is the back of the length, you know, and uh, I don't think that's the best length to be bowling in England. Uh, it should be right uh, on the you know, the length, your length length should be right uh, in the fuller uh, part of the good length. So. Uh, I don't think the Shira should be picked. Uh, Shami and Ishant, of course, for their experience, you know, it's their uh, for Ishant. I think it's his fourth tour of England, and for Shami, it's his third tour of England. So definitely, they, they should be a first choice uh, swimmers and uh, Bumrah to add that extra, you know, oomph to the attack. All right, so that's uh, I mean, that's a very sort of. Yes, uh, because if there is any person after Virat Kohli who gets his name, you know, on the list for sure. I mean, regardless of what pitch they play on, is Ravindra Jadeja. I mean, the batting and bowling aside, they need a fielder like Jadeja. I mean, you should. Have, I mean, the catch that Jadeja took on the New Zealand tour, right? I mean, he brings a lot of the fielding itself, but that is also a very minuscule part. He's a very handy bowler. Days three, four, five. Even on the first, second days, at least he can keep things tight. If not, take a wicket if the pitch isn't assisting that. But he can at least keep things tight. Bowl stump, stump lines. And again, Jadeja, the batsman. I think we've already covered that he averages what 50, 58 in the 
world test championship so far and he's a very handy batsman i think in the past 2 3 years he's uh, excelled in his batting a lot of work and batting and coming to ashwin i think uh, again no brainer they should play jadeja and ashwin both and three seamers so that would mean that they essentially have eight batsmen mm-hmm. which is sort of important you know given how prone to collapse our batting order is so ashwin so i mean yeah, southampton so is a very spin I'll, uh, I, I, I'll, 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 Harshit, I'll interrupt you there just briefly, since we're looking at the Indian team competition, and I think that's basically what we have left. Uh, we essentially want to look at maybe what the 11s should be for each team and what our predictions are, right? Um, uh, maybe at a later date, we'll also want to cover England versus India, but that we'll do at a later date, of course, after the conclusion of the WTC, when we have enough lessons to draw on. So, Harshit, uh, since you are talking about the Indian team, can you maybe from the top give us your... uh 11 i think the batting is i mean it's not sorted because there are a lot of problems but then they don't even have alternatives i mean and right. in the and the 15 that they've chosen the top 5 automatically select themselves on merit so the batting has problems but there's nothing you can do about it yeah. shubman gill and rohit sharma are the two openers i think yeah. definitely then pujara kohli and rahane ah, rahane okay. definitely plays because of his experience in england yeah and i'd like to believe that pant has now at least become the first choice keeper for the next 2 years right so one place 7 and 8 again for me southampton i think is the closest to a spinning track that you can get in england i mean mohin ali took wickets against india and mohin ali took takes wickets in in heaps against india and he took a lot of wickets at southampton in 2018 and even in 2014 so i mean they have to play ashwin because the pitch won't really be i mean the pitch would be a double edged sword it looked it look good for fast bowling so definitely kohli will fall for it and play four seamers and jadeja but then that right. will be the axe but for me i think jadeja and ashwin should play and then three seamers automatic picks are experience based bumrah shami and ishan if ishan since he's also injury prone coming towards the twilight of his career then i'd go for umesh yadav because i think umesh yadav is more experienced and umesh yadav has a lot more pace than mohammad siraj to double the batsman Also, a uh, one point. What if the conditions are? What if it doesn't rain, but conditions are you know sort of overcast and stuff? Um, three bases are more than enough. Yeah, उससे आता क्या चाहिए तुम्हें? You 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 only need to take ten wickets, right? So three bases and uh, and. But then you don't have a bowling all rounder as well, right? So you got like three and then no backup. You have Jadeja, na? You have yeah, I and mean, as a spinner, yes, but no like you know batting medium pacer type. No call in the ground though. Three and say other catchy. No one would make more than three hundred on this pitch. Well, three fifty the breach will not be enough. Three hundred maybe will be enough, but three hundred is difficult. Both sides are very collapse prone. And okay. The point in favor of Ashwin that I think Pranay sir forgot to mention is that New Zealand is a very left-handy heavy yes. side. You know, yes. at least there is Henry Nichols, there is Tom Latham, and there is Devon Conway who will definitely yes. play after his fantastic debut. Both openers debut. are left-handed. Latham and there is not a single. And Ashwin is the best bowler against left-handed both statistically and even tactically. Yes. Uh, regardless of what the surface is, I mean, now the guy even does a lot of over spin and finger spin, uh, given the tantrum that he does with the ball. So, yeah, given that New Zealand are left-heavy, Ashwin. Again, becomes a secondly no player. No so that is my uh, Indian side. Then okay, yeah. So Pranay, please go on. I think I think England would and uh, sorry, New Zealand would go without a spinner. Uh, I think they would field uh, four. Uh, Won't that be a blunder, man? 
I would go le- a bit left field, you know, drop the whole all-rounder thing, you know, and we do away with both Mitchell and uh, uh, Dyer Mitchell and uh, CDG, CDG, and I would uh, and I would play Henry and uh, Henry and Jameson together. <laughs> I would go for if four, they do play all out. If they do play five full-time fast bowlers, Jameson, Saudi, Wagner, Bolt, and Henry, but I don't think India should even step on the field, <laughs> especially because, uh, if know, they especially if they lose a toss on the first day. Then it's, it's uh, Saudi is very handy with the bat, you know, and uh, Jameson can block the ball. You know, he can uh, that we can we, we have yeah, seen yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jameson, yes. Okay, Pavit, please come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if it's a decent batting pitch, India has more than any chance. I mean, because we we have good batsmen, especially we have good batsmen. They just not. I mean, we have a good batting line. Like Pranay said. Previously, that everyone knows their role. So, on a good batting track, where it's with where it's very complimentary for the batting, where the ball's coming to the bat, it's not moving much, and there's nothing for the ball. There's nothing much for the bowlers. I think I think we we have a really good shot, and I I think we'd be favourites if it's a good batting. That's what I'm feeling. But that's and a very spe- mean, specific. That's a very specific set of conditions, you know, to be favourite in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very specific set of conditions. Forget the pitch. 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 And yeah, I think I concur with the rest of people. There's no need to play Jadeja. Yeah, Jadeja is the best test player after Kohli. But the thing is, yeah, go on, Adi. Yeah, but but you 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 have to play four paces, right? And and you team can allow. You play four paces if it's it's a very very green track. But if the grass is just uh, just for show, you know, it'll die down after the first year after the, the grass. The grass is. Grass is actually a very deceptive thing uh, when it comes to yes, test cricket. Yes, I've, I've yes. Grass doesn't uh, grass necess- doesn't necessarily you know uh, you know it doesn't necessarily uh, signify that there is going to be swing or there is going to be movement. Uh, moisture in the pitch the pitch can be dry as uh, fuck and you know you can still have grass. New Zealand has actually uh, done that before. You know has it uh, lived left. Lot of grass on the field, but uh, you know yes. Pakistan, even the last uh, last last uh, English, uh, New Zealand summer. You had Pakistan playing on absolutely, you know, green, lush pitch. You know that, that was indistinguishable no from that square. But there was no moment on offer because you know the pitch underneath yeah. was completely dry. So, so yeah, I think Kohli did this mistake, right? He played Kohli Yadav at the Lord's Test in 2018. He went in with two spinners, uh, and then yeah. England, India was basically swept away. You know, bowled out for less than 115 both the innings, and courtesy a broad show and uh, and, and Branderson and. Uh, sort of a fast bowling Vokes. attack on Vokes, Chris Vokes. Yes, 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 Chris Vokes. He had a century as well in that match, right? 91, yeah. I think. No, 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 right. no, no, Chris Vokes hit a hundred. Yeah, yeah, it was a hundred. Why tail and the only problem, Dina? They couldn't get him out. 
But yeah, Kohli bending with Kohli, we either he he get the pitch as it will be spinner friendly. But with twelve first class hundred, I think I think Facebook doesn't qualify as a talent. You know, he says twelve first class hundreds and that in a contest. Any the the people he the people he was batting with whilst on his way to hundred were talenters, sir. He was batting with uh, Josh Butler. Butler, right? yeah, Butler, Butler. When he got yeah. the hundred, so yeah. Oh, Butler was hundred. Right? Okay, we talked. We talked. We've talked about. Chris, we've talked about Chris Wokes a fair bit. Uh, we've looked at India. We've looked at the Indian eleven. We've looked at the New Zealand eleven. We've analysed those as well, right? And we started talking about the. We started talking about the quality of the pitch, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and that's something which, yeah, we could go on yakking about forever. So I just like to wrap up here with verdicts. What's going to happen, assuming we don't see a washout? Can I say I, I, as, as I said in the last episode as well? You know, practically home conditions for New Zealand, right? So New Zealand are you know no brainer that they are they are the favorites. I, and I'm okay. And they'll, and, they'll, and they'll win the match with no spinners in their eleven, as per you, Pranay. Sure. Yeah, right. yes, yes. Okay, um, uh, Aditya. Yeah, I think the one advantage that New Zealand will have in this match is that this is the last game of the tour. They can afford to go all out, and no matter how big this match is, India will still be a bit conservative about the selections given the five-match series that they are about to play. So you can actually expect New Zealand to feel uh, field an all all five-pace bowler attack against India and just go all out. And I think one of the teams is definitely going to fall prey to the whole Southampton Southampton spin myth. It might be one of the friendliest spin pitches in England, but that is no case for playing two spinners. And I just have this feeling that Jadeja and Ashwin have become so indispensable, and it it might be one of those cases where players are too big to be dropped, and uh, they just might play India. Yes, India can exactly. Get I mean, India's two spinners aren't two spinners for the sake that that they are people who can spin the ball. You know, they are giants of the yeah. game. One has four hundred Test wickets, and one is arguably the world's best all-rounder, if not. You know, at least joint best all-rounder with Ben Stokes, if not the best. Yeah, best all-rounder so without a test hundred. Jadeja, you have a test hundred. Hey, the Sahib, hey, what are you talking about? Okay, best all-rounder, yeah, with one test hundred, yes. Yeah, yeah. That is. Hey, Jadeja, the batting average or bowling average, the spread height is better than uh, Ben Stokes. Okay, but yeah, I mean, qualifying coming to the. Yeah. Come on, right? Yeah. No, no. Uh, but why? Yeah, that these people are uh, much bigger than the you know uh, profiles that we are molding them in. That they are just two spinners. I mean, sure, if it was New Zealand, Santang and Ajaspal, yes, they are just two normal spinners. If it was England, Jack Leach and Dom Best, yeah, they are just ordinary spinners or even more elite. But Ashwin and Jadeja are very big names. Very big. Collectively, I think they have close to seven hundred Test wickets. So for India, I think they might they at the back of their minds they might have issues even regarding workload management in case one of these one of the innings in the Test match goes on for a bit too long because they have a five match series to play. New Zealand have no kinds of fears and uh, possibly even carrying less baggage than India coming into the series. Obviously, you know they are they are the underdogs in this match given uh, despite of how well they have done in the last two Test matches. But uh, yeah, I think the pressure will be lesser on them. And, I expect them to win, and partly on the virtue of the bowling, if anything. Avit? Yeah. Are you adding anything? Are you adding anything to this conversation? Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I think, Madhav. Yeah. So, 
I think of course New Zealand are the favorite as Prana series. You know, it's practically home conditions for them, and I think the the batting's. Uh, I like to disagree with Prana. I think the batting's more solid than that of India. We have two openers who aren't. I mean, I don't really. I still don't think Rohit Sharma is a test player, while Shubman Gill is still young and inexperienced. And the fast bowler. Our two, our two best, our two people, our two batsmen with very solid technique and experience, Pujara and Rahane aren't aren't having the best of forms. Even even one can even argue that Kohli is in the same batsman and and he's had a dry run. I think the the only two only we have only have three people who are actually doing well. That's Pant, Ashwin, and Jadeja. And I think if if it's a If it has something for the fast bowlers, then you'll have to drop either Ashwin or Jadeja. You'll have to play with two bowlers. Otherwise, you don't have a shot at all. So, yeah, I think New Zealand's team on the other hand is very settled. Maybe for the spin department, but England may carry for a bit there unless it's a dust bowl like Taunton. Doesn't really matter, right? Okay, I think yeah, so- we. I think we'll have. I think we'll have a wrap here. लॉकडाउनिंगलैंड you know had two high level matches on similar conditions so you can yeah. definitely say that india played in the squad mm-hmm. matches or are playing those or are practicing very hard uh-huh. but you can't just land 7 uh, days before no 14 days before come out of the hotel room 7 days before yeah. play a couple of inter squad matches and then yeah, yeah. in the build up of a mm-hmm. first ever kind of final go, in a go get so new zealand are better prepared go get interviewed and, on the great cricket show If you saw Shubman Gill's interview the other day, I mean, देखा था वो। हाँ हाँ। अच्छा था। अभी 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 Ross Taylor का भी निकला है। वो भी अच्छा ही होगा। बंदे English काफी सुधार गई है। अच्छा भी देखना। अच्छा, I don't know what But, his English was like. I think New Zealand are better prepared. Yeah. New Zealand are better prepared for the contest. Okay, this is my prediction. And given that, but I'd say India will win, just because the other three are set New Zealand. Patriotism and to give some help to India, I will. I will say this. I will say that it'll be a day of washout, a day and a half of washout, three and a half days. Maybe they use the reserve day, and it'll end up being a draw. No, no, no. It can't be a draw. Boy, these are draw. To a very difficult. Given the given the bowling attacks on offer, you can expect that the losing side will definitely get all. No, but uh, so this, so my lo- so my logic my logic here is basically yours. Unless it like, absolutely pours, boy. मतलब in the way, मतलब जैसे वो गोवर्धन वाली बारिश कर दे मतलब. We have said. We have, look. Arey, my logic is as follows. You have said that you have said you have said that India will win. They have said that New Zealand will win. So I'm the only person who's saying that there will be a draw. ठीक है अदर्स इज अ बिट ऑफ लाइट इट्स अ बिट ऑफ लाइट हार्डेड ट्रोलिंग ऑन दिस इज अ बिट ऑफ लाइट हार्डेड ट्रोलिंग ऑन माय साइड बट इफ आई हैड टू प्रेडिक्ट इफ आई वाज अज्यूमिंग दैट यू नो देयर वाज फाइव डेज लाइक नो टू मिनिमल रेन और नो रेन अम आई वुड बेसिकली थिंक दैट बिकॉज़ ऑफ द रीजंस दैट यू योरसेल्फ हैव जस्ट मेंशनड राइट नाउ हर्षित आई वुड से दैट न्यूजीलैंड वुड विन द मैच अ सिंपली बाय वर्चुअल हैविंग बीन इन इंग्लैंड फॉर अ वाइल एंड अम 
uh, been in England for a while and been able to and and having that you know confidence of uh, having won that test match at Edgbaston and done very well in that match at Lords, which they could have won had day three not been washed out. So I would say that New Zealand would win if you know we have a complete if we have a complete match and we don't have any disruptions. Um, yes, I mean we'll, I, we will have a complete match, right? I mean, there's yeah. I think Wayne is being given undue. Sort of, okay, uh, I mean, obviously, but weather, weather, attention weather forecast. Of things. Sure, weather, it'll, be out, it'll be an outcast weather. Okay, okay. Harshit, you're not the weatherman. Overcast weather, not outcast. Harshit, sorry. Harshit, you're not the weatherman here, and it's two days out, and weatherman can't be right two days out. We're looking at rain. I hope yes. it doesn't. I'm looking forward to an okay. excellent final. A final should never be washed out, in my opinion. The final will be excellent, regardless, because the quality of cricket will be excellent. Both sides are champion sides. Yes. But. Yes, both it will be a memorable final. Both, both it should both be live streamed at every corner of the world. Ah, okay. Chalo, Pavit ko bhi mute kar diya, Harshit ko bhi mute kar diya. Thanks, Pranay, Aditya, Harshit, and Pavit, and goodbye, everyone. It's been a pleasure.